Welcome to the Resilient Chat with Nat. I am Natasha O.M., your host for this podcast. As a female trauma survivor and a somatic trauma coach, I understand the healing journey can be overwhelming. I'm here to guide you to release your childhood trauma and emotional wounds through mind, body, and soul connection so you can finally be free and thrive in your life. My intention is to create a ripple effect of love, growth, and consciousness. This is a space where I will be sharing with you a combination of ancient and modern teachings to help you build resilience and move from pain to power. So I want to share with you guys a little bit about my story. Now, throughout the years, I have grown to share more and more of my story. And it wasn't always like this, you know, at the beginning. And by what I mean at the beginning, that was when I was like 19 to 20 years old. Um, that was when everything start to come to the surface when I finally like woke up from this nightmare. And I was like, okay, it was not just a nightmare. It, it actually happened to me. And it was a difficult moment. Now, I'm telling you this, you don't have to share your story, you know, until you're ready or if ever, ever you don't want to share your story, that's totally fine. At least just find a way to release that somatically, do the somatic work, mind and body, find someone that you trust to really allow yourself to to go beyond all of those pain and and live your life because there's life beyond trauma, guys. So when I was seven to eight years old, I experienced sexual abuse. And obviously, when you were a kid, you didn't know what the heck is going on. You know, you don't know what, what that is. And obviously, that was something very traumatizing. And I also experienced neglect. And then later on, um, I could say in all of the schools that I went to, I was bullied. And then going back home, you know, when I didn't feel safe at school and going back home, I also didn't feel safe. So when I was seven to eight years old, I, when I was raped by my family member, one of my family members, and, and what happened was that I, when I, when I told you guys I couldn't, I didn't know what was going on. And then when I wanted to tell my mom for the first time, this person was like, oh, uh, she doesn't know what, what she's saying. Like, I was so close to telling my mom for the first time until this person stopped me and was like, oh, she doesn't know what she's saying. You know, she's just a little kid. And you know that impact on, on a person, on a kid? So I still remember that moment just as if it was yesterday because it was so, so imprinted so strong in my mind. I mean, now it doesn't affect me so much anymore like how it used to because I did a lot of work on it and I released a lot and forgave and basically just like moved on with it because I'm not going to let that affect me. I'm not going to let that person win. By what I mean, what I'm saying, when I'm saying letting that person win is because, you know, oftentimes we are so stuck in the past. We're so stuck on blaming the person, um, whoever, who, who have hurt you. And I get that. It's because it's, it's painful. But 
I'm saying to myself, I told myself that I'm not going to let this person win because if I'm letting this, uh, what happened to me, to keep on going in my mind and letting that image, that memory to hurt me, you know, that's going to affect my life. And I've already, I already experienced that affecting my life, which I will get to talking about in a, in a minute. And so when that happened, Ever since then, I found it such a hard time to speak, to express myself. Like, I was always the one that would be, um, like, hiding in the corner, let's say, and, and not say anything and just kind of, like, okay, I prefer to be silent because if I say anything, it would, I'm afraid that, um... I'm afraid that my voice is not going to be heard or I'm going to get hurt if I just say another thing, which is which was actually what happened to me later on when I grew up as as um when I grew up with my stepfather at home and there were many times where I didn't understand what I did wrong and and I was basically shut down or um, got yelled at or, yeah, verbally abused, um, pushed around. Anyway, all of these things. But so how did all of these things affect me? I felt like I couldn't express myself, right? And later on, when I started my healing journey, and, you know, when I started my healing journey, after already having gone through psychologists and psychiatrists, I went through the holistic healing path and that's when I, you know, just start to try different things. And for the first time, it wasn't actually, no, it wasn't the first time. It was maybe like still, but still at the very beginning stage where I was um, introduced to chakras, the chakra system. Now, now don't, don't stop this <laughs> recording just yet because I'm about to get to the point about this chakra system. So basically, to those of you who are like, okay, what is she talking about? And she's getting all into this new agey stuff. First of all, chakra has been there for a long time from the ancient yogic teachings. And so we can just refer to this as an energy center, okay? That's how Dr. Joe Dispenza is referred to it, the energy center in our in our body. So, all right, uh, my, I discovered that my throat energy center was imbalanced. It felt stuck. And I was like, oh, I mean, I know that already. But I went to this woman who didn't know anything, anything about about me, about my life. And she did this like chakra reading thing. And she was like, oh, I see that um, your throat energy center, your throat chakra is imbalanced. And you do experience a lot of sore throats often. Do you get cold often? All these things. Do you have a hard time expressing yourself? And I'm like, all of those freaking things. <sighs> and so later on, and I learned that trauma can lead to selective mutism. So selective mutism, it's basically a fancy term for when a person normally capable of speech of talking, but cannot speak in specific situations or to specific people. Now, this also is explained by, if you have heard of polyvagal theory, if you haven't heard about it, I will talk about this another time. If you do want, let me know by emailing me. 
And so basically, the polyvagal theory, it explains how your autonomic nervous system reacts to trauma or any difficult situations. So then, I couldn't feel, when I couldn't feel um, my body, when that happened to me, when that traumatic event happened to me when I was seven to eight years old, I couldn't feel my body. Like I was, I felt frozen. I was like outside of my body because it was just too much, too much of what was going on. My body was sensing a lot of freaking danger. So it basically prepared itself. This is what your body do. do. Um, this is according to our our reptile, reptilian ancestors, you know, when, when they are being hunted, um, when the predator is about to eat them, they their body prepare themselves to die, uh, so then they don't feel the pain any longer. And as human beings, we also can experience this, and so that's what happened to me. And then I realized after all doing all of these work, like, oh my gosh, I have lived in fear for such a long time. I was outside of my body for such a long time. I didn't allow myself to, to exist, to like, like project um, my voice. So all of these things, guys, it affected, if you have gone through trauma, then you know how it's like, how it can really affect your, your life entirely affect your relationships which was what happened to me you know I was jumping when I was younger I was jumping from one relationship to another and this was a sign of trauma bonding obviously I didn't realize it at that time I didn't even know what was going on with me you know I was just like okay well I don't know maybe I'm just like this maybe this is the way I am but no it's, it was because my autonomic nervous system was protecting itself and yeah, just so many things. I'm sure you can understand it if you have gone through this. So it affected my relationships and obviously I ended up hurting people along the way and that's not at all what I wanted to do. Obviously, at that time, I didn't realize what was going on again. And then it also affected my focus and though I was always really um diligent with with my work i actually loved studying but i was always like sabotaging my my life and so that comes before my relationship and then also my studies and again i didn't understand what was going on but then self-sabotage again is another coping um, mechanism of of trauma is actually a survival pattern so if you have also experienced trauma, notice notice the survival patterns that you are doing um, in your life right now. If there are any, if there are not, you know, great, 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 great. That means you have done the work, you have released it, you have reprogrammed yourself, your mind and body. But again, you know, this work, it takes awareness. We need to become aware of of ourselves, of our survival patterns. And it's not about judging them. It's about like, okay, this is what's going on with me. And I'm now I'm aware of it. This stems from blah, 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 blah. What happened to you in the past, most likely. Uh, what happened to us when we were kids can really affect our development, affect how we are today. And then... After that, okay, what am I going to do with it? Now, remember that you always have a choice. You always have a choice to either let it affect you or you're going to be like, no more, no more to this. 
and choose always. And sometimes if it comes back again, and to be honest, you know, with me, I had a talk um, another time with someone else that we go through like this journey of awakenings over and over again. It's not just like, okay, I did everything and that's great. And now I'm all fixed. Sometimes along our life path, we're going to encounter something else that will be hurtful and painful for us. But and it might also trigger another part of you that you thought you already worked on. So the key, the key is being compassionate, being compassionate with yourself. Like, okay, this is coming up again. And if it is coming up again, you know, allow yourself to feel that to a certain degree. And then just remember, what is this trying to tell me? It's trying to tell you, okay, there's another lesson for me to go through. This is, this is another opportunity for me to grow and evolve. Know that you can always choose, you can always choose, choose, choose to go back again to your practices, to your tools, to, to release them, okay? Remember that you always have the choice, just be compassionate with yourself. If you find yourself, you know, in an argument with your partner and it triggers another part of you, I, I feel you when that happens again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sound like a broken record right now, but again, be compassionate with yourself. What you're feeling is valid. And another question that you should ask yourself is, does my reaction match the circumstance? Does my reaction match the circumstance? And then, you know, again, allow yourself to feel uh, to a certain degree, release that and regulate yourself. If you need to regulate yourself by yourself, especially if um, this, if you're in an argument with your partner, if it's like your partner that's like caused um, a trigger within you, you know, take some little space by yourself until you calm yourself down. That's what I mean by regulating your emotions, right? Like calm yourself down. There's so many tools to help yourself um, to through that, like grounding tools. Breathing is a great one. There's so many breathing techniques out there. And then when you're ready, you know, you can talk when you're when you're ready. And also when your partner is ready, or anyone else that you're in an argument with, then you can talk rationally and talk with um, with clarity. Because when we are in these arguments, all these type of um, situations, we tend not to think clearly because our sympathetic nervous system is activated. So we're on that fight or flight mode. So then it's best to really regulate yourself, regulate your emotions. So, all right. Going back to why am I sharing you guys my story, at least like a little bit of my story that is like the beginning of my story, is because I want you to keep going. And your voice is so powerful. Again, 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 you don't have to share your story until you're ready or if ever you're ready. And find your tribe. The people who you can trust, you can allow yourself to express, be silly, but at the same time feel safe with them. And allow yourself, really guys, the keys, allow yourself to feel safe because our nervous system needs to feel safe. When we have gone through trauma, when we have gone through trauma, it's difficult for us to feel safe because we've, we've gone 
we are, we are put into a a dangerous um not dangerous in this yeah in a dangerous situation is what our body thinks in a dangerous situation for such a long time and so it needs to know how does it like for you to feel safe this is why again i remind you that it's so important to do the mind and body work now to let you guys know so when what happened to me you know it affected myself that i couldn't really speak i couldn't express myself what helped me a lot at that time is was um dancing and singing and i still to this day i still turn to singing and dancing to express my emotions because they're just such great great creative channels now you don't have to be good at it you don't have to be good at these things is remember it's not about being good but rather just allowing your emotions to flow Remember that emotions are energy in motion. So it needs to go somewhere. If you're not letting those things to go anywhere, it's like stuck and trapped in your body. So then it can, that's why like trauma, all of these um, uh, things can create like diseases, uh, could even lead to like cancer, could lead to cysts, to back pain or chest pain all these kinds of things. I have seen it happening in in all of my clients. They experience a, a physical sensation, a physical problem for, for so long until we did the release work and all of these um all of this work that we that we did, the mind and body and also spirit work. What I mean by spirit work again is like more of the energy work. And they suddenly those physical problems that they were experiencing they were gone they were gone and that is how amazing this is because our body is so smart so that's why i'm telling you let those emotions to flow out let them out let those energy to be to be to come out to be released so that you can have more space allow yourself to make more space for something something better for more more peace more joy more positive things now i always talk about it like this imagine that you have a cup okay a cup and then in the cup is filled with sewage water now the cup represents you and the sewage water represents all of these like painful experiences traumatic experiences that we have gone through and so when we're doing this like trauma work what we're doing is basically is taking out this sewage water that was in your cup and then we clean the cup first and disinfect i mean not disinfect yeah is it disinfect no yeah disinfect sterilize the cup that's the word that i was looking for sterilize the cup and then put in like some nice clear pure water alkaline water (laughs) in it so that's what this work is um basically looks like and know that we always again we always have the choice to change the water in our cup now going back to the creative expression that i was talking about since i talked to you about dancing and singing i wonder what is your creative expression how do you channel your emotions now it could be anything it could be writing 
It could even be gardening, painting, drawing, cooking. It doesn't have to be singing or dancing or um, it could be also playing an instrument or sewing, crocheting. Uh, I think that's uh, how you would say it, crocheting. Correct me if I'm wrong, but doing crochet. Yeah, how do you channel? your emotions it's so important that we go back to these things because also when we're doing that we are exercising our inner child we're allowing ourselves to play you need to you need to play guys play more okay because when we have again when we have experienced trauma especially in our early years our we are like growing up too fast like so fast after that because we've just experienced a hard situation and so we don't really have that chance to play to enjoy life as it is so that's why right now you have a chance for you to play and that could be five minutes every single day five to ten minutes every single day doing whatever it is that brings you joy and that helps you to channel your emotions and again you know what I always tell um, people that I work with is just simply put on music, any song that you like, and dance, dance like crazy, dance, don't even judge how you look, dance like crazy, moving every single part of you, go to a, a, an ecstatic dance class, if you have been to ecstatic dance, you know, it's just basically dancing, and there's like a DJ there, and you just dance, moving your body to the rhythm, people going crazy, and there's not really talking, you're just dancing, and it's amazing, because you're actually allowing yourself to release, and feel your body, and come back home to your body. And last thing I want to let you guys know, remember how I told you at the beginning how when I went to that lady and she read my my chakra and my throat chakra or throat energy center, however it is that you want to call it, was there was like an imbalance. And yes, it's true. My I would always get sore throat. I would catch a cold so easily. My immune system was super weak. And after I truly invested in myself and started to commit in doing this work uh, when I started my healing journey my immune system got better it is so strong now I remember before I was always like I would get sick every month at least or every other month and now my immune system got better and now I am also here to to share with you guys I've launched my podcast to talk and share more with you all and express so with that being said this is a reminder for you to keep on going and invest in yourself commit in doing this work this work could be fun and exciting I'm sending you guys my love and keep on growing and evolving know that you have no one else to prove other than yourself so this is a time for you to start really realizing and reclaiming your power.
Alright, thank you so much for listening into today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to listen to more uplifting conversations and teachings where I will also be inviting and interviewing other conscious leaders who will share with you guys some of the key informations and advice for you to help you on your healing or self-discovery journey. So take a screenshot of this podcast and tag me on Instagram at N-A-T-H-A-S-Y-A-O-M. So I know that you're listening, learning, and growing. If you love this podcast, please also leave a review on iTunes. It really helps the podcast to be found by people who are on their healing or personal growth journey. Other than that, if you have any questions, send an email to hello at wellnesswithaku.com. That's A-K-K-U. You will also find all of the information in the description below. And I will make sure to also get to your question answered in one of the episodes. So be sure to tune in for the next episode. I will talk to you next time and I cannot wait to share more with you.